message, the last message on the Good Shepherd. But we want to read to you from John, the 10th chapter. We're going to begin reading in the 11th verse. And we're going to read through the 18th verse. He says, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not of the sheep, not and not the sheep, not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not. And you know this is this is about everything. You know, if something don't belong to anybody, they they will abuse it for sure. But that is a hireling, and not the shepherd, <coughs> whose own sheep are not. Seeth the wolf cometh and leaveth the sheep, leaveth the wolf cometh and I'm sorry, leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf. Let me get off these. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth, because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. The fourteenth verse says, I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. And the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, that they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doeth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, and that I may take it again. No man taketh it from me. I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. Thank you for the blessings of it. We thank you, Lord, for taking care of us. And, Lord, I especially thank you for taking care of me. Uh, It seems like that. The older I get, the worse I get, but I just pray, Lord, that you'll see fit to uphold me and keep me up. And, and Lord, I just pray that you'll bless us in everything. We're thankful for these three uh, girls that have graduated high school, Lord. And, and Lord, you know uh, you know what we we think about them. You know, we love them dearly. And, and I pray that you'll watch over them for their the rest of their lives, Lord, and take care of them. And, Lord, whatever they endeavor to do, I know they're going to higher, higher grades and higher education. But, Lord, I just pray that you'll bless them and take care of them and watch over them. Thank you for everything, Jesus. Thank you for your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <clears throat> the Good Shepherd. Last week, I'm going to have to take my glasses off because there, there's a glare that bothered me. Last week, we preached concerning the good shepherd as to him giving his life for the sheep. Also, the sheep hearing and knowing his voice. This week, we want to speak concerning the good shepherd knows his sheep. He knows his sheep. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd and known and, and know my sheep, verse 14. It is so hard to speak about what Christ knew, for he was omniscient, all-knowing. We must assume that he knew their name, 
He knew their nature, and he knew their need, and he knew everything about them. We have to, we have to assume that, that he, know, he knows everything about every one of you in here. He knows everything about me. He knows everything about you. And sometimes that is something to really sit down and think about because uh, he, you know, Bible says that, uh, that he calls them by name. He has a name for them, and, and, and I'm afraid that my eternal name will not be Paul. I believe it's going to be something else, but uh, I think that um, he, he, he not only does he have a name for us, but he has an eternal name for us that, that, he, that he calls us under. There, there is nothing about us that the Lord doesn't know. <clears throat> Jesus doesn't judge us by our appearance but by the condition of our heart. He, he doesn't look at a person and say that uh, this person looks good, this person looks intelligent, this person looks like they're, they're worth uh, uh, saving. He doesn't judge according to that. He doesn't judge us according to how we look after we're, after we're saved. He judges us according to our hearts and what's in our heart. There's a couple of songs that we sing here that, that says that we're, we're going to, and I'm just paraphrasing, we're going to go to heaven if there's not anything in our heart that, that stops us from doing that. Because that's the reason I say many times, you know, if you've got sin in your heart, you need, to, you need to take care of it. Because God knows about the sin in our heart. He knows about the hidden sin we have. He knows about why we hid our sins and, and, and such and such as those, those things of that. He knows, he knows all about us. Christ has the ability to discern the hidden spirit in man. He knows if they are carnal or spiritual. Now, the Bible says that we're, we're to live a spiritual life and not a carnal life, but he knows those who are carnal and those, those who are spiritual. He knows all his sheep have a love for himself and a disposition like his. Now, that's, that's an important statement, I believe. He, he not, only, not only does he knows us, he knows all of his sheep have a love for himself and a disposition like his. Now, I tell you, I think if you sit down and think about it, most of us far, fall far short of having a disposition like him. But, he, but that's what the Lord's sheep is. That's what the Lord's sheep look forward to. We, we're not going to be perfect while we're in these bodies. But I'm going to tell you, some day's coming when we're going to be as perfect as he is. We're going to live with him for eternity, and we're going to be as perfect as he is. It was Apostle Paul who said, But if any man love God, the same is known of him. 1 Corinthians 8, 3. If any man love God, the same is known of him. That is, that, uh, that, that God knows whether we, we love him or not. 1 Corinthians 8, 3. The good shepherd does not judge a man by his cry. And let me tell you, folks, here's something that, that I want to read to you at this time. He says, for many shall say, now, when you look up that word in the Greek language, he, and we, we've, we've, we've quoted this several times and read it several times and looked at it several times, but when you look up this Greek, uh, the Greek word here means to cry, to cry. Now, you know, 
Man, man, man's going to yell at God. He's going to shout at the Lord when he when he finds out that he's not his name's not written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I've said this many times that he's going to argue with God. He's going to argue with Jesus when when Jesus tells him that his name is not written down there. I can visualize it now that when we when we go before uh, the Lord, he's going to have the books laid out there. Now, this is for those that are lost. He's going to have the books laid out there, and he's going to have the, the book of life, which is the Lamb's book of life. He's going to have the Bible, and, he, and he's going to have a, a book of our, of our lives laid out there. And, and, he's, and he's going to give us an opportunity. Now, this is just me ad-libbing. He's going to give us an opportunity to go through those books. And, and he's going to give, you know, I can imagine to see people who come up to the book of life and, and they start looking through it and they can't find their name anywhere in it. And, uh, and they're going to cry out to God. They're going to cry out to God. They're going to, they're going to yell at God. They're going to cry out to him and what, what are they going to say? They're going to say in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And uh, if, if anyone wants to know all the wonderful works man does, just get on Facebook. You'll find all the wonderful works that people do. He said, "He said, have we not done a lot of wonderful works? That, that's, that doesn't matter to God. That doesn't matter to God because, as we said earlier, he gives us a disposition like himself that that our works will be or have been ordained before the foundation of the world. Our, 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 our works are ordained. And he said in, in, Rome, in, in Ephesians, uh, the second chapter and the tenth verse, he says the works were ordained before the foundation of the world that we're to do, that we will do. Not that we're, he doesn't give us a, he doesn't give us a uh, ordination, ordaining something doesn't give us a privilege of choosing whether we want to do them or not. When they're ordained for us to do, we will do them. And, and so that, those, those are verses that, that really uh, bother a lot of people. And, and when I first saved, a lot of those verses bothered me because of the fact is that, that, uh, uh, that it bothered me to the fact that that I just, I thought to myself, you know, that um, I'm not doing the works that that the Lord done. I haven't done the works that the Lord did. And so, you know, and I've got to get busy. I, I remember a man one time telling me many years ago, a man one time told me that he was saved and he said he had never tithed. And I've told this story before. He said he had never tithed. He said he'd never given anything to the Lord. And he said the Lord saved him. And he was in his 70s, close to 80, when the Lord saved him. And he said he vowed to the Lord that he would give the Lord everything that he owed him. And he said he went back and started checking. He said, I got my books out. He owned a business. He said, I got my books out. And he said, I went through those books to see, figure out how much I owed the Lord because I had not tithed since I've been, since I've been living. And he come to find out he, 
he said it came to almost uh, over $100,000. And he said he wrote a check for a hundred and some thousand dollars to his church to, to give the Lord what he had stole from him for that. And I told him, I said, do you think that will help you get to heaven? He said, well, it should be something. I said, no. I said, that don't help you get to heaven. And he said, well, how come? I said, I said you're buying your way to heaven when you do something like that. And, and he said, well, I don't want to be buying my way to heaven. I'm not trying to do that. I said, I understand what you're doing. I understand that somebody's told you that, that, you, have, uh, that you have stolen from the Lord because you have kept your tithe and you've used it for something else. And I can understand that. But that doesn't mean just because you paid it all back that, that, that the Lord is going to save you now for sure. That's, that's not what he does. But And, and then he says, and, and they say, And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And that's in Matthew, the 7th chapter, the 22nd and 23rd verses. You know, people, people are going to cry in that day. They're going to cry out to God that day. I, I've worked for you. I went to Landmark Baptist Church about every time the door was open. I didn't miss very much. I served the Lord. And, and it all depends on not, not who we are, what we are, what we look like, what we've done in our life. It all depends on if our name is written in that Lamb's Book of Life. That Lamb's Book of Life was written before the foundation of the world. And as a result of it, the Good Shepherd knows every one of those. He knows every name that is written in that Lamb's Book of Life. And he, he searches them out. He saves them. And then he, uh, after he saves them, then, then he uh, guides them and directs them for the rest of their lives. And th thereby because he knows every name that's in that book. And when, when someone stands before the great white throne of judgment, he's going to tell them before they ever get started, your name's not in that book. Your name's not there. And they're going to look through it, and they're going to look through it, and they're going to look through it. And when they can't find their name, they're going to get angry. They're going to get angry, and they're going to start crying out to God. I've done a lot of works in your name. And just like I told that man, I said, uh, if, you, if you're saved, I said, yeah, you're going to heaven. But I said, if you're not, I said, you, it, don't, it won't do you any good to tell the Lord that you gave, all, you gave him everything that you'd taken off of him. It all depends on, folks, if your name's written in that Lamb's Book of Life. And if it is, you eventually one day you'll be, you'll, be, uh, you'll, you'll be born again. And one day you'll be saved. And you'll come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And you'll know and love him. And you'll care for him. And, and, and you'll see that your life is, is given to him and to him alone. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when we set out to deceive. That's where a lot of people are today. A lot of people are weaving a web that, that they're not going to be able to get out of when, they, when that time comes. Don't try and hide your sins. Don't try and hide your sins. That, that's pertinent today. Don't try and hide your sins. You know, people hide their sins from other people. They don't want everybody to find out that they're a sinner. Well, you need to admit that you're a sinner. You need to, you need to go to the Lord and you need to repent of your sins. I'm talking about to you, save people today. 
You need to repent of your sins, and you need to go to the Lord. You need to ask Him uh, for salvation, or you need to ask Him for uh, for um, uh, to be uh, uh, those sins not to be charged to you. Don't hide your sins, neither the sins of others, for the good shepherd knows. Don't don't hide your sins. That that's that's something that the Lord knows. All, all we're talking about is these these three here, these last three last well last four steps that we have here in this. The good shepherd, also the good shepherd, is known by his sheep. He says, and known of mine. Verse fourteen. This knowledge is that which is known between the Father and the Son. The, the Lord, the sheep know the Lord's voice as well as Jesus knows the Father's voice when the Father speaks to him. Just like when the Lord speaks to us, we know that voice and where that voice is coming from. And we, and, and we heed that voice and, and we trust the Lord as, as we should. He says, as the Father knoweth me, even, even know I the Father. In verse 15, common man may know him as he knows the sun, which shines in the heavens, but knows a little, well, very little about the sun. You know, there's people, there's people that say they know the Lord, and, and, uh, but they know the sun too. They know the sun. We know very little about the sun. We know very little about the sun. We know the sun doesn't speak to us. We know the sun doesn't call out to us. We know, we know, we see the sun, we see the moon, we see all the stars, but they don't speak to us. But when that voice comes, when that, when that still small voice comes, then we know that's a, that's a voice coming from him. We know that. We know that without a shadow of doubt. The sheep knows the shepherd for he reveals himself to them. It was John who said, and we know that the son of God has come and given us an understanding, an understanding that we may know him that is true. We are in him that is true, even, even his son, Jesus Christ. This is the truth. God, and, this, is, this is the truth. I'm sorry, this is the true God and eternal life. First John 5 and verse 20. It was a great apostle who said, I know whom I have believed. We just sang the song. I know whom I have believed it. Jesus said, I know whom I, I have believed it. Do you know who you believe? Do you know that you have believed the, the Son of God? Do you, what, what have you believed? You know, what have you believed? Well, uh, I've heard people say, well, I, I believe in the church. That won't get you to heaven. I believe in walking a church aisle. That won't get you to heaven. I believe in baptism. That won't get you to heaven. I had someone tell me that not too long ago, not here. Had someone tell me that too long ago. They said, I believe in baptism. I was reading some scripture to them, and I came across in, in, in the, the Great Commission, as it's called, you know, and says that they were made disciples and they baptized them. He said, I believe in baptism. He said, I, I believe in baptism. I said, that's not what the Lord is saying here. He's not saying that, that you, you believe just because you believe in baptism, you're going to go to heaven. A lot of people are, have been dumped. But as, as I heard one preacher say many years ago, they went into the water, a dry center, they came out a wet one. That's all it amounts to. Baptism will not save you. 
We, we know that the Son of God has come. And we know why he's come. We know when he calls for us. We know who he is. The good shepherd owns his sheep. It was Christ who said, but he that is a hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. You know, the good shepherd watches out after his sheep. I like the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. And, and there's, a, there's a verse in there that talks about his staff uh, um, protects me. And I'm just using that. It's not, it doesn't say exactly like that. But, but at any rate, the staff had a, crooked, had a crook at the top of it. You've seen the shepherd standing there with the staff. Well, when when they went up on the when they went up on the green where the green grass was, and where the still waters were, they had to go in cliffs that just just big enough for a sheep to walk in. And and if the shepherd saw one of the sheep getting ready to fall, he would take that staff and he would grab that staff around the the sheep's neck and pull it back on the on the trail as they went up around the mountain. That's, that was, that's, that, that's what the 23rd Psalm is about. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. He's the one that watches out after us. The Lord is your shepherd if you're saved. The Lord is my shepherd today. And, and his staff is still guarding me today. He still watches out after us. And, and you, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised if you just sit down and think about it. The things that the Lord keeps you, keeps away from you, keeps you out of. How, how the Lord, uh, uh, I was just uh, thinking here not too long ago, I was coming around that curve on 292 behind Paul Figpen Ford. And when I went around that curve, there's a tractor and trailer on my side of the road. I mean, just as soon as I went around that curve, that tractor and trailer's on my side of the road. And... Uh, that tractor and trailer had exactly enough room to go between me and the car he was passing. And he went between me and the car that was passing. I was ready to take the ditch. I was ready, I was going to head for the ditch. And just when that went just 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 a, within a few seconds, the back of his truck went by the front end of my car. That that happened one one morning I was coming over here uh, to, to study. And, and, and it was right there. I tell you, that's a, that's a scary thing. But it's a wonderful thing to know that somebody was watching out after you. Because, uh, you know, I thought, well, I'm going to have to take the ditch here. No telling what's going to happen there. But just, just as I got ready to turn and go into the ditch, I got my, I got my truck this way a little bit. I, got, I saw the back end of his truck. And when I saw the back end of his truck, I realized he'd, he'd made it by that other car. And, 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 he, and he moved, and, and I stayed in my lane, came on over here to the building. You, you don't know how much the Lord watches over his children, takes care of them. You, know, you don't know how many things you have dodged over the years and, and, and how many things that you have been, that the Lord has taken you away from. Why? Because uh, uh, he, he owns his sheep. He owns us. We're his. We belong to him. 
And we don't belong to another God. God, Bible says God will never give his glory to another. God, God, won't, God won't give us to this wicked world. He, he, won't, he won't let us get uh, join in this wicked world. He won't, he won't let us do these things that we do. I saw a, a, a T-shirt that they were selling, and uh, Brother Sam may have seen this. He said, I, I didn't go to Harvard, but I went to Fort Leonard Wood. Well, I thought to myself, when I got out of school, when, when I got, came my time to get out of school, I didn't go to Harvard either. I went to Fort Knox, Kentucky, and uh, 18 years old. Now, these girls, I, I think they, just, they turned 18 sometime back. 18 years old, I was drafted into the military, and I didn't go to college. I went to Fort Knox. Fort Jackson, Fort Polk. A lot of those places I went to. And, and let me tell you, folks, God has you has you way right out for you. God watches over you, I'm telling you. He watches over you. He takes care of you. And and, and he, he, he does take care of you. I believe that. Just remember when you're when you're dealing with a flock that doesn't belong to you. For they have not been purchased with his own blood. You're dealing with certain death. You know, do people take care of stuff that don't belong to them? No. No, you can, you can rent a car out here. You, you, that car don't belong to you, but some people will take them back scratched up and smoked in them and, and everything else. And, uh, and, and they, don't, they, don't, they don't take them back like they got them. Because it don't belong to them. You know, when something don't belong to you, just like just like the government right today, you know, they're taking money don't belong to them. They're taking our money. They're taking stuff that belongs to us. Taking it away from us and giving it to others. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Because it don't they didn't make the money. It didn't belong to them. They don't have to pay our bills. So, so they don't care. And that's the way it is. That's the same way what Jesus said. That's the way it is. If you get somebody that is over the flock, that the flock doesn't belong to, they don't care how they take care of it. They don't care how they watch over that flock. It's the same way with, with a pastor. A pastor is considered an under-shepherd. If a pastor doesn't love his flock, doesn't love those that the Lord has put him over, then he's not going to care for them. He's not going to worry about what they do. He doesn't care what they do. Just like one preacher told me one time, we meant we were talking about this same subject, and he told me he said, "Well, they don't, uh, they don't belong to me." He he said he said my people don't belong to me. He said they belong to themselves, and they belong to the Lord. They can do as they please. Well, I said I hope I don't feel that way about Landmark Baptist Church, because I just don't feel like anybody in here can do as they please. I feel like we all belong to the Lord and we all should follow him and do what he do what he would have us to do. And lastly this morning, the good shepherd cares for his sheep. The hireling fleeth. Why does a hireling fleeth? Because it is because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. That's the reason he takes off. He's not going to stay there and let the wolf eat him. 
It was Jesus who said one of the greatest things any man can do is put down his life for another. But he's not going to do that. That, that. that hireling is not going to do that. That hireling under shepherd's not going to do that either. I've had people tell me, well, you're hired. No, I, I wasn't hired to do this. I was called to do this. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't hired to, to drive at one time 360-some miles to church to preach on a Sunday. And I did that when I drove to Illinois from Kentucky to Illinois. And same way with, same way with uh, when I was at Calvary Baptist Church, they paid me $15 a week, so they didn't hire me. They didn't hire me. I wasn't hired. I wasn't hired here in Georgia either. I'm not a hired hand. God sent me where he wants me, and he's going to keep me where he wants me. As long as I'm able to do it, he's going to keep me right where he wants me. And I thank God that I'm still able to do it. Thank God that I'm still able to, to preach the word to you. It was uh, the Bible states, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. He careth for you, First Peter 5 and verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. May God use this message and also last week's message to draw you closer to the good shepherd. I pray that you're drawn closer to the good shepherd. I pray that you have a great deal more respect for the shepherd and you have less respect for the hireling that will not that does not love the sheep and will not do anything for them. May God bless you.